0: Hi, I'm Liz and I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace,
1: and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves.
0: I just kind of want to say fuck gratitude.
1: I have to say there is some merit to that.
0: Oh, there is. There is certainly.
1: Because I know that for a very long time, I was never one who was able to stop and be present. I was always thinking five steps ahead and remembering too much about what had happened to me in the past. What I found gratitude useful for was making me look around in that moment and appreciate the present. The actual concept of gratitude and being in flow and being seeing the beauty of divine timing and seeing the beauty of the present. Mm -hmm. These are all amazing things and there's always a place for that. Oh yeah. But it shouldn't come in the place of the stuff that needs to come before that that. And if you say thankful for one thing, it doesn't mean you're going to be thankful for everything. Mm -hmm. Because in a lot of ways, it comes from a place of you owe someone something. So you have to be thankful for receiving it. It's not something that is yours. It's been bestowed upon you Mm -hmm. in some way. So very much linked to this idea that if you're not grateful for this thing you have, Mm it will leave you and you're not deserving of yes. it. You know, it, it minimizes my feelings. It minimizes my emotions. It brings me further away from
0: myself. It does, doesn't it? Because this isn't the time to talk about the positives. It's not about being cynical either, but it's about talking about our hurts. It's about talking about our pain. It's about understanding that what we're seeing manifesting in the world, everything that's out there hurting us, one another is because we are in pain. And if we keep saying, well, yes, I hurt, but that person hurts more. Therefore I'm okay. I'm better off. Then we're constantly stuck in this relationship with polarity again of, but I'm still better than the other person.
1: Comparing yourself to anyone is the path to self-destruction. Every single time I have been happy about something in my life, guaranteed you can find someone who does it better than you or worse. Again, you're giving away your own agency by comparing it to someone else. Like if I, if I trace back a lot of my self-doubts, a lot of the things where I felt like I was failing, I didn't actually think I was failing, but in comparison to my peers, I was. So when you compare yourself to someone else, what you're doing, and we've spoken about this in previous episodes when we're talking about social media and abundance and mm-hmm. FOMO, yes. you know, this idea that you're comparing yourself to someone else, but they'll have a different purpose to you. Yes. They'll have a different joy to you. Mm-hmm. They have different values to you.
0: Precisely. You're moving yourself away from. You creating this divide between where you are in that very moment, yeah. failing to honor that because you're too busy telling yourself how you should be. And that's why I've despised the word should. <laughs> you less so. But that's why the shoulds really also bother me because it's not acknowledging where you're at. And if you can't fully be present with yourself where you're at... Then where you are tomorrow does not matter whatsoever because you're not going to get there because it's not organic. You can force it. Your mind can – you can play games in your mind and sort of – bake it till you make it if you want but positive thinking is not always a law of attraction why because positive thinking sometimes is us playing tricks on ourselves and it still is based in fear okay if i'm thinking this way therefore all these bad things that i really am afraid are going to happen won't happen if i'm putting out this energy that hey i'm all good because ultimately the motivation is fear the other shoe going to fall or you're going to be disappointed again, whatever sort of loop that you kind of find yourself in. Right. Yeah. And as we discussed in the previous episode, law of attraction doesn't work that way. And especially if you're coming at it from a place of fear, it does not work. So ultimately, all your positive thinking is doing is just sort of pushing you to constantly be aware of all these, quote unquote, good things that are happening. However, small or whatever, the sun is shining today or you've got a great parking space. It's all really lovely. But no one's giving you that.
1: But can I ask you a question? Yes. In our first episode, we said the stories you tell yourself Mm -hmm. are your reality. Yes. The best way to shape your reality is to challenge the stories you tell yourself. Surely being more grateful Mm -hmm. for your present is a way of changing the stories therefore changing your reality.
0: Yes, it certainly is that. But are you changing your reality for your highest good? Is it really a story that's healing old wounds? Is it a story that's really transforming your life in the bigger way in which you really need it, as opposed to these little ways that feel safer? Because I think the thing about gratitude is that we see it as a bit of a safety net. We feel like, okay, well, if nothing else I will at least have earned a bit of this goodness in my life by saying, Oh, this is all so good. When in reality, most of us aren't in that space and it feeds that idea that my external conditions will somehow shape my reality as opposed to, It's my internal that shapes my external. Why? How? Because ultimately we are the ones responsible. We are the architects of our reality. And as we said before, everything is a reflection of who we are and where we are in our lives. So you will only get to that ideal place in your heart where you feel in love and in peace when you can really get through the hurt. And I've never said that gratitude was wrong. I'm not judging it per se. I think we're just a little too soon for the lesson. I think it's being shoved down people's throats before they're really ready.
1: Well, what's interesting about it is that it's not just it's shoving it down people's throats before they're ready. Mm -hmm. It's preying on people's fears. Yeah. Yeah. To enforce it. Yeah. So the one thing that it's being touted to solve is the one thing it's actually feeding off. Yeah. Because if you weren't scared of the bad happening, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't need to self-flagellate for not using gratitude. Yes. Because there'd be nothing to be scared of. No. Right? Exactly. And you'd be naturally grateful Mm -hmm. because you'd be in flow. Yeah. So if you think, oh, I need to be grateful because if not, X, Y, Z will happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah it becomes this full circle of I'm scared, mm-hmm. therefore I should be grateful so I'm not scared anymore. But in being grateful whilst remaining scared, I'm not actually getting rid of any of my fears. No. Yes, it's making you happier in a more superficial way. But actually, if you want to be significantly happier as a person and know that whatever life throws at you, mm-hmm. you can weather it. Yeah. That requires an inner foundation that can only happen once you actually turn around and go... This, that, and the other were really fucking shit. Yes. And the problem with gratitude is it tells us not to do that. No,
0: not at all. So it's
1: actually blocking the real path to gratitude. Mm -hmm. Because when you say it comes too soon, it's that you have to be ready to be grateful. But if you're still angry about the shit that's happened and you haven't actually dealt with it, Mm -hmm. you're not in a place where gratitude can work in a significantly deep way. Because gratitude isn't a medicine. It's the result once you've cured it. Mm -hmm. What we're doing is we're taking the medicine to Treat the illness
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the hope we don't get sick. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that needs to come before that. Instead, a lot of
0: stuff we still have to tend to. Is yeah. As we see outside of ourselves. One of the most dangerous things that people fall into, I think, around gratitude is the way they shove it down their children's throats. The way gratitude is sold to our children. Because we can't handle being told something's not right. At least appreciate it, please, because I want to feel appreciated. Do I really care if they're grateful? I just need to know that I'm appreciated. But even more than that, when my son was being bullied in school and his teacher would say, well, just be grateful You don't have it as bad as that kid. Here are these adults who've lived long enough to know that that's not how the world is. There are obstacles to be faced. There will be hurdles. And if we cannot teach our children and prepare them...
1: You're right, because with kids nowadays, some things suck and some things don't. And it's not about teaching them to find the positive in everything. No. It's about teaching them to see the positive where there is, but also be brave enough to sit in the negative should you need to.
0: Yeah, and to experience things like sadness or grief or pain yeah. or yeah. confront trauma. I mean, I've yeah. had to work with my son for years over his experience with bullying.
1: Not only are we comparing ourselves to each other, but we're also comparing different aspects of our life. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't say I'm unhappy in X and Y Because I've got a roof over my head. Yes. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I can't say that I'm frustrated about something that happened to me because I can eat food. And in doing so, we're not growing the way we need to grow. Mm -mm. At the end of the day, saying everything's positive is totally unrealistic. Just as saying everything's negative is totally unrealistic, which is not what we're saying either. Mm -hmm. We're just saying life is a bit of all of it. And just like the uh, episode where we talk about allowing your emotions rather than surrendering, Mm -hmm. there is a whole spectrum of of emotions to be had. And different things can give you three, four emotions at one time. Mm -hmm. So trying to make it simple and good. Yes is only going to get you further away from peace. Mhm. And ironically further away from true gratitude. Absolutely. Well, what I find really interesting that I've learned more recently than I'd like to admit is that no one likes a perfect person. The way in which you can create connection with another human being mm-hmm. often is to talk about shared disappointments. Yeah. Shared experiences that were more painful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've experienced that too. Yes. Oh, I understand you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we connect. Yeah. Whatever else. The movies and the books that do well tend to be ones that show quite multifaceted characters yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So we know that vulnerability, honesty, a variety of emotions and a variety of experiences is what makes us human. Yeah. So by painting our life with this gratitude brush, yes, we're actually removing the humanity from our
0: existence. Very much. That humanity is that spectrum from joy or whatever mm. to
1: mm.
0: deep, profound mm. grief.
1: It goes back to what has to be weirdly my favorite episode. Oh, the death. episode about death because <laughs> you're
0: hilarious about, that.
1: I know it's so weird, but it's because it goes back to this black and white, yeah. be grateful. You're alive. Yes. I don't know why it doesn't feel like as a society, we are emotionally mature enough to say, I'm grateful. I'm alive. I'm grateful for the things I have that are good. But I would like to fix the things that aren't.
0: But as a society, our emotional maturity is about that of a toddler. I mean, yeah. really, it's about, we are just on the whole, a bunch of children trying to figure out and play at this maturity game, Mm. and it's not working. And I think our children, so many of our children are more emotionally and spiritually mature than we are. And yet we keep trying to get them to swallow the positivity pill because it's what keeps us safe. So what's ironic is that we are harming our children in order to avoid growing up. And I think that's one of the most frustrating things I find about the gratitude myth.
1: Because there is a place to be grateful. Oh, yes. You know, and there are ways in which embracing gratitude can help you live a better life. Our issue is that not that it exists, mm-hmm. that it, it does not replace the unhappy emotions. No. You can have both. We've all got fucking trauma. Yes. Let's look at our trauma. Yes. Let's look at our shadow. Yes. Let's see where that is. Because unless we integrate that stuff, we won't ever get to a place where we can be in flow and be at peace. That's the reality of yes. where we are. Yeah. And like everything else, you can't come to love yourself Mm -hmm. unless you see all of yourself.
0: Completely.
1: And with gratitude, what we're doing is we're telling ourselves we're not allowed to be upset about these things. Mm -hmm. Therefore we're denying our own emotions about stuff. Therefore we're telling ourselves that those emotions aren't worthy. Mm -hmm. Therefore we're telling ourselves that we're not lovable. Mm -hmm. And again, you're perpetuating the same thing again and again. You're not lovable, therefore how can you love yourself and if everyone else is a mirror, you're not getting experiences of love either. Mm -hmm. So actually what gratitude is doing Mm -hmm. in this blanket way is actually removing love not adding it
0: and then you just extend that out from the individual to the relationships the individual has then that's where the world is yeah yeah
1: let's say you're in a relationship and you're not happy in this relationship and everyone around you is like be grateful that you're in a relationship
0: (laughs) be grateful you have someone
1: except less than what your heart is telling you to accept. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve as much as you think you want. Mm -hmm. And actually, from the law of attraction, from all the stuff that we've been doing thus far, is we've been saying the same thing over and over again. The more you love yourself, the more you allow yourself the space to be you, Mm -hmm. the more people will love you for you.
0: Yeah. Because you're loving yourself.
1: Because you're loving
0: yourself. And that's just all yeah. people are doing is just marrying that exactly. self-love.
1: So when you're told you don't deserve what you want or you should be grateful for what you've already got. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel like you should ask for more or want more or desire more. We're saying be small. We're saying be in your box.
0: Yeah.
1: Do your role. Do not evolve.
0: Do not evolve.
1: A lot of people out there who hold positions of influence, they don't show that side of themselves. They only show the stuff that's good. So we as a society get told, if you don't like something about your life, Mm -hmm. you're you're weak you're weak and so we also from a selfish perspective want to show that we're grateful
0: about everything Mm -hmm.
1: because we don't want people to know that something's wrong
0: but the flip side is is that also when people are honest about something's wrong it reminds them of their powerlessness for too long people haven't had the agency to change things so it's easier to ignore it than to acknowledge it because the moment you acknowledge it Mm -hmm. then something must be done about it yeah. It's time, no matter where we are in our lives, to find a way to change it.
1: You don't have to change it if you acknowledge it straight away. Mm. It's not one of those things where now right. I've acknowledged it, I must react. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to acknowledge it and then sit in the emotions that mm-hmm. come from acknowledging it. Yeah. And sometimes that's far more scary than actually doing something to change it. That is a much more preferable state than forcing oneself to be grateful Mm -hmm. about the things that you don't really want to be grateful for
0: or don't really need to be grateful for
1: in doing that you're probably holding yourself back from ever being happy
0: in that way yeah that's the irony of it is that there's no peace there's no contentment there's no joy in it
1: with a massive undercurrent of fear
0: and insecurity ultimately we are connected to beauty and divinity and love but i think that we've put so many conditions and around those things and i think we've also just have so many obstacles to getting there that I think right now it's all about seeing those obstacles, emotional, spiritual, physical, whatever, and dealing with them. Right. And then I think there is a point where we will be able to exist in that space of love, where even gratitude, even in its highest form, is entirely unnecessary. Just being means you're grateful, and joy is an appreciation for life. There's so many ways in which we can experience it that we don't have to think it. We won't get there till we can just say, life hurts. Yeah. It can be total shit. It can bring a great deal of disappointments and heartache and pain. And then once we can really be honest about it all and look in the mirror and see the ways in which our hurt is being put out in the world, then we can really see shift. Then we can honestly say, karma's my bitch.
1: Without seeing the hurt and the pain, we can't grow. And without growing, we can't be further connected to ourselves. And if we're not connected to ourselves, we can't love ourselves the way we need to, Mm -mm. which means we can't experience joy the way we need to. And if gratitude is inherent in joy and love and laughter Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and all those things, we're actually not being grateful at all.
0: Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please
1: subscribe and leave us a review.